Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. I'm with the All-American. Yeah, yeah, my Black, this your boy. And the Forever Dapper Den. What's going on, boys? How are you? What's happening, man? Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Let's hang out, man. It's been an eventful weekend, Father's Day weekend. What y'all do to hang out? Oh, man, I was down in St. Pete area, man, with the lady and her family, man, and just hanging out, just enjoying the time. Father's Day, so I think the whole show, the whole the, the whole show was in St. Pete. Nobody linked up. I know, I know. The whole show was here. I live here, and you guys didn't even link up. Uh, nobody, nobody, nobody called me. So I don't know. I was tired of the nobody family. Nobody knows you're there. <laughs> <laughs> that that too, that too. Nobody had no idea. What'd you do, uh, Black? Well, we, we just we just hung out over there. Uh, my went to uh, my girl's. Uh, her friend daughter had a birthday party, so we hung out over there, and they and I, and I watched them drink. I was a sober, sober guy. He was a sober guy on Father's Day. Yeah, man, I just, I just disrespectful. Watched. That's definitely disrespectful. It's not Sorry really about that, father. guys. You know, Dan, did you bust any nuts? Trying no, to sir. that? No, 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 sir. Still, still not a father. Uh, which is which is something I'm very proud of. Uh, no. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, There's only two ways you can take that. I mean, either you, <laughs> blanks or they catching. So I mean, I don't know. It's too much TV. I was gonna leave that to your imagination. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, Black. All right. Uh, <laughs> I had uh, I had my in-laws in town. They're actually still here right now. My in-laws are in town from Texas. Uh, no. So we we just hung out. Man, it was a uh, so cute here. Obviously, I'm out here here too. It was a uh, kind of a rainy weekend, so we, we got out yeah. a bit. Um, went down to Sarasota a bit on Saturday. Went to the beach on uh, on Sunday, but other than that, just kind of hanging out, which was nice because I've been traveling the last couple weekends. So it was nice to nice to relax. Was hoping to link up with uh, with Silk, but still checking my phone. And I'm sure the text message will come anytime. <laughs> it, no, it, 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 was, it was bad weather down there, Dan. So you know. Yeah, he's like he's like I'll hit you up on Saturday night. I'm like all right. Brought this is what happened. Kind of hanging out and. I got watched. I got watched. I had the greatest plans on, in, in the world, man. I was going to take the kids to Epperson Lagoon, hang out, have some drinks all day out there, go home, shower up, and then head out, man. Man, I got drunk at the Lagoon. Uh, I, got, I got home. We got well, We got back to the Airbnb, showered up when it had some um, dinner at Bahama Breeze. I got back huh? to the place. Yeah, Bahama Breeze. Y'all never had Bahama Breeze? Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, we had dinner there, but when I got back to the house, wife was like, all right, let's shower up and get ready to go out. Bro, I hit the shower. When I got out of that bitch, it was over. Man. Hey, how was, was the lagoon? Good. The lagoon was dope. I mean, if you ever uh in that area, you live out there. Hey, Swain, bro, it's 20 bucks to yeah. get in. Yeah, it's 20 bucks to get in. Uh, okay. The drinks are cheap, like five, six bucks for a mixed drink. Right. Yeah, you hanging out, man. Paddleboard, kayak. I don't, I don't, I don't know, sir. I might have to drink. I don't know. You possibly mm. have to drink. Hey, it's, it's it's not uh, it's not weird if you don't have a kid. You just go out there and hang out. That's weird. Yeah, it was a lot of people. It was not really a kid spot. It's really a family spot, to be honest with you. Uh -huh. like, so so it's it more was couples so, out there. So it's more weird when you go there with no kids or lady. No, nah, it was couples there hanging out. To be honest, like I seen like people coupled up on on. Uh, Couple dates and, and whatnot. Oh, there you go, Dan. I, I, we That's forgot we had at. kids, man. They almost drowned out there, bro. Uh, <laughs> look, look I, I see my man walking around with a water, a water cast. He wasn't worried about. 
<laughs> yeah, he was straight. He didn't, he didn't care about you. <laughs> yeah, it was my son's birthday as well. That's why we was kind of out there, man. But yeah, he, he he wanted a bankroll for for his birthday, so I had to give him his first bankroll, bro. I don't know. He's just saving it for now. He he got big plans right now, but he's just saving it, trying to save up, get him a chain. So is it like most bankrolls where it's a bunch of one dollar bills wrapped around with a twenty and a five? We gave him about fifty ones to make it fat, but it was four hundred bucks. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you know, fifty ones, you know what I'm saying, to make it yeah. thick. And now here's flex. the question. Now here's the question. Are you gonna continue to pay for shit when he wants something? Or are you gonna say, son, you got your own money and you're gonna teach that's him what, you gonna teach him, we, you gonna teach him how to do it. What you gonna that's say? why he got it? Not. Let me give you this what happened, uh uh black. So I'm telling on the couch today, he scrolled up on me. Hey, Pops, my uh, Xbox Live thing has expired. Can you, uh, it's 10 bucks. I said, dog, you got a whole bankroll in there, bro. Shoot me the $10. I'm saying, and I just use my card. Yeah, and I use my card. <laughs> he hit me back. He's like, uh, I don't even really play Fortnite like that. Absolutely. They act different, bro. They yeah. all everything they want, it just go down the drain. So I'm start I'm gonna start giving mine at least like a 20. So yeah. start, she ain't gonna ask for nothing. Cause I cause I'm gonna say spend your money, she not gonna want it no more. Yeah, they act totally different when it's a bread black. So you gotta okay. teach them the value of a buck, man. Okay, okay, all right. So they ain't just flexing. It's a little it's a little flexing, but also you know, man, it's hard, my boy out there like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> he got all it's just trying to live his best life, man. Yeah, yeah, I want to just rain on this parade, man. I'm straight. Let's get Josh Prey on this thing, man. Comedian Josh Prey. Let's get him on here. One of the biggest Gators fans. I don't know if he talk as much shit as me, but he talk a lot of shit. Uh, he talk he a lot of shit. He talk a lot, man. Y'all about to run neck and neck. A lot of big shit. Let's get him on. Let's kick it. First time on the show. We had my man on uh, Big Three Roll Up before. This is the first time on stage with Miguel. We got the comedian. My personal hype, man. They always get me hyped up when I see his Gator videos. Josh, pray. What's going on, baby? Man, listen, man. With an introduction like that, man. Y'all go, man, I'm going to start paying y'all money to tell them lies. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to hype you up, dog. How everybody doing, man? Good, good. What's happening? Three, five talking to you, man. What's happening? What's man? Hey, listen. Hey, man, I'm all right, How you doing, man? You know I'm like I'm fangirl. I'm trying to be cool and not sweat in my palm. Man, don't right? all that, man. Don't be on that, man. We can't get that. Hey, I, 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 I've <laughs> never talked to a celebrity like this, man. So I'm hype right now. You must be talking about Dan, cause I don't. Know what you be I was just about, about to say the same thing. Where's my <laughs> intro, baby? Damn, <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on? We cool now. We got we got to get right to business, baby. We got Miami Week One. How you feeling, Kyle? Man, man listen, man. Can can we curse on this one too? Yeah, we curse on all of it, bro. We can hang listen, out, man. I told I told myself I was gonna watch my language because I know my kids be watching me now. But fuck Miami, man. Listen, already. I like a I like us by forty two, and that's being okay. nice. That is being modest. Nothing. Listen, I don't feel nothing Miami got going. I don't feel nothing they bringing. I don't feel they five foot one quarterback. I don't Already. feel none of that. Okay? I, I, I just feel like it. But I always feel like this. I always feel like the game is going to beat every team to sleep. But I just, I'm not threatened by Miami. It's a home game for us, man. They said, bro, I'm going to tell you what the people saying on what? on the Twitter streets. They what, said. What do people say? What do people say? Because I'm dying. They, they said 
amateur rookie head coach Manny Diaz finna take uh Dan Muller to the woods here, bro. I, I, I'm trying to see what you're feeling about it. I don't, I don't understand. I don't think people understand who Dan Mullen is. Like Dan Mullen was the mastermind, and don't disrespect the Urban Meyer, you know, because he's Urban Meyer because he retired again, so I can say his name the correct way now. But he was like, he 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 was the head rocking the cradle when we was running through teams. Like Dan Mullen is that guy. Like I don't understand how people don't respect like the genius in Dan Mullen. We won ten games last year, man. I just, I just don't, I, I just don't understand how they feel like this, this subpar ass defensive minded head coach they got over there, uh, is, is about to do miraculous things to this offense that had to make a great turnaround and just jump on our ass. I don't, I don't understand how they even make that assumption. Listen, um, we got the best cornerbacks in college football on one team, like the best, second or none. Nobody best duo. Absolutely. Absolutely. Best duo. Period. I haven't seen. I'm, I'm confident. And I'm, I'm gonna say something real, real like bold. I haven't seen a defensive backfield like this since probably like the 08, 09 Gators. Like we got mm. down corners, mm. we got hidden safety. I like that in it. I don't know. I, I see I, that uh that that secondary with with Neil and all the boys in it was tough yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, but see, nah, but see. Now, but see, the thing about these cornerbacks, like these defensive backs, they have old school swagger about them. They don't have mm. this quiet, I'm not that dude demeanor. They got this demeanor like, we the best out here. And that's how our championship teams were. They had a swagger about them like, we going to win every game. We're going to bump every team. It's just the feeling this team is giving me. Listen, I, I don't know, you know, no disrespect to no other position groups and none of that. But I'm just telling you as, as, a, def- as a defensive back, Man, you 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 swaggiest dude on the field. You can't care less about anybody else. When you play defensive back on anybody's team, especially our team, especially yeah. if you see in the orange and blue, you gonna talk that shit and you gonna hey. we gonna do it. We gonna you do it. You post too. Yeah, yeah. How you want it? That's how what we gonna do. And I feel like when we get back right this year, we mm-hmm. gonna hit a couple people in their mouth real fast and early, and, then, and we, we we gonna show them something. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm not trying to say no Miami is nobody, but they nobody. Like I'm, I'm, I'm legit looking past every team until we get to Kentucky. That's Absolutely. how I honestly feel. I'm not gonna look I'm past, it, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried at all about anything. Kentucky's gonna be always be a, a, a legit game now yeah. with Stoops, bro. Like Stoops is, is out here, dog. Like there's no denying yeah, he can evaluate I, and he can coach, bro. So Stoops yeah. always gonna be out here. He's gonna be a problem going forward. But, but I'm not. I, I, we're I gonna beat him. Now, nah, but Kentucky, one of them games, I think them players in that locker room, like, them yeah, boys man. cried after losing that game. Absolutely. We're not supposed to lose to Kentucky. I don't mm-hmm. care who they got. I don't care what they like. We, we, the Gators, just don't lose to Kentucky. So, them boys, they out for blood this year. Mm-hmm. And, and Miami, like, Miami is cool. Like, it's a in-state game and blah, 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 blah. But we going to beat the dog piss out Miami. Ain't going to be close. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Hey Josh, we're talking about uh, wide receivers on the show today. Uh, what do you think they're going to do this year? Our receivers. I, I feel like I, I feel like Jefferson going to have an All American year. I feel like Grimes is going to show up, and if Copeland can get on the field, it's going to be a problem. That that might be our best position group. Period. Mm-hmm. I know it's a bold statement, but yeah. if Copeland gets on the field, he messes everything up. And if we hey, can you- get you throw Cleveland, you throw Tony in there. Woo! 
Man. That's what I was going to say. If we, yeah. if we can get them a four, the ball more than two, three times a game, oh, my gosh. Y'all missing the offsetters. You know who going to shake up the whole game? Number 16 and number 10. Y'all are missing that. Swain so and Hammond. You sleep on 16 and hey. 10. Hey, I ain't never sleeping on Freddie. <laughs> That's my nephew. I, 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 I like Freddie Swain. I, 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 like, I like Swain a lot. But I, 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 I've been a Gator fan since 1994. We've never had receivers this big and this fast on one yeah. squad. Hey, Josh, if you listen to Ahmad, he wants to line up like a quarterback, a running back, like two offensive linemen, and like seven receivers. So you don't have to pay him no mind. Listen, he's about to nah, run the flag nah, team. We, look, we, nah, we, 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 hey, look. He's now running hooking ladders all up and down the field. We ain't got to do that. And, but you and think I never feel like, like, I never feel like people sleeping on Malik Davis. I really feel like that. I really feel like that. On the last show, we talked running backs, Josh Bray, and I said he's the one guy in the room that's totally different than everybody. He's the home run. Hit him, bro. Like he can score really from ninety nine yards out, bro. Like is he like that? So, so like, I ain't sleeping I'll on watch him. He's got to stay I'm healthy, from, baby. Um, I'm from Immokalee, Florida, and I remember two years ago we played uh, Malik Davis in high school, and he hit us for almost three hundred yards on like sixteen carries. So I knew, I knew he was like him coming out of high school, and right. he's bouncing back like his, with his knee injuries and whatnot. He might have a Frank Gore type hip, as long as he get the ball and stay healthy. Like this is the deepest Gator team we've had in years, and in the receiver position, yeah, weapons, offense weapons, a long time, dog. Be real. And 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 I I will I'm hoping that Dan really gets um cruel crawl cruel crawl that height number fourteen. I'm hoping they get him at tight end because he's like he's extremely athletic. He's big. He's a big mismatch problem. I wouldn't mind flexing him out to a receiver position and causing problems. I'm pretty sure they will. Our tight ends gonna split out a lot. I mean, they kind of move Kyle Pitts to wide receiver, but I got I got something I want to present y'all. I want everybody to have come up with they dog of the year on the team. Who who y'all dog? Who who the, who the dog? The alpha male in the locker room. Who y'all man? Um, in, 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 in my in my personal opinion, y'all gonna think I'm crazy. It's Felipe Franks, man. Mm, I, I like it. And the reason. Mm-hmm. The reason I like Felipe Franks is because he's been through the fire. I think Felipe Franks is about to reach his full potential. But I also, I was one of those Gator fans. I liked when he told the crowd to be quiet. Because that show, he wasn't no joke. He got fired. Like, you need that. And and we are a very spoiled fan base, period. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a spoiled dude. I got banned from Miami. Like, three years ago, I did a tree in Harris rent. And they damn you from Miami. Like, if you come down here, you ain't going home. But I'm... <laughs> Um, spoiled. Uh-huh. So we go, we go. So if you're gonna play at the University of Florida, you gotta have a certain demeanor. You gotta have a certain like thick skin. Cause we gonna talk a little. Cause we we expect to win every week. But I just feel like Felipe Frank. I feel like he's been a dog forever, but people ain't giving him his credit yet. I, I like. I, I love his energy. Who you got, Black? I, I feel like the same thing, man. And you know, I just is you know reading up on stuff, man, and see what people writing. It's just crazy how they don't respect what he what he put up put up last year. I feel like they just feel like he a, 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 a one hit wonder and he can't do it again, you know. And and me personally, I feel like he's gonna go out here and do it again. You got a lot of weapons around you. You got a great coach. It's just oh, it's gonna be second. bigger this year. Yeah, man, it's gonna be crazy, man. And, and I, I I can't wait for him to show people. But uh, you know, I, I think my big dog in the locker room, man, gonna be thirty three. Got to step up. 
You got you got a, you got a, you got a lot of, a lot of new tools around you, man. You got it. You got to all weather together, man. You the man in the middle. So he got lead. Yeah. So he he, he got he got to do it. He, he the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then oh, we got. Yeah, I think uh, I think you guys hit. I think you need Franks to step up as a leader, and I think you need Reese to step up. You know, it's funny. I don't think that the Gators have like at that that that's that junior and senior level like a bunch of dogs like a Trey Dean or a, like a Chauncey Gardner type where they're gonna where they're gonna bark. But I think uh, you know you gotta have the silent leaders. I think someone like Freddie Swain is gonna step up. Uh, do, you know, you have LaMichael Piron. Do you have so many players that have been there for so long? I think you're going to have kind of a leadership by, uh, by committee type of deal. Uh, but if Franks can be confident all year, man, that's, that's the guy that these guys are rallying around. So you saw it when, uh, when he shushed the crowd that, you know, a bunch of players are going up and patting him on the head and everything else that in solidarity and support. Hey, if, if he can maintain that confidence, I like her, I like their chances. Yeah, my, yeah. My guy, my, I'm gonna tell you who my guy is. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a Frank. I, I rolled with Frank through the whole season last year. Like yeah. everybody was on this, on this case hard, and I rolled with Frank. I'm a Frank's fan, bro. I, I like his potential. I think as long as he stay focused, bro, he's gonna do what he gotta do to go to the NFL this year. But I'm gonna go with his roommate, dog. I'm gonna go with Trayvon Grimes, dog. Okay. Um, everything I see as for his practice clips or in practice, his energy's always high. He's always barking. Uh, when the, when the shenanigans happened over the over the off season with with the Chris Steele thing, he was the first one I to start barking. Yeah, man. so I just think Trayvon Grimes is that guy, bro. He's been that guy since high school. He's an alpha male. He's gonna bark. And I don't think it's a coincidence that him and Frank's are roommates, bro. I think they're two peas in the pod. I think them boys are gonna lead us. Yeah, I agree with everyone's pick. I like it. With them two together, man, it's, it's gonna be crazy. I'm telling you, and this is wide receiver group. Is a is a special group. We haven't seen one like this in a in a in a little hot minute, man. I'm telling you. So and, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think like to be honest with you, and again, I thought we were killing teams in 08 and we won a championship in 06. This is the best receiving group in my opinion, just my opinion. Probably since Reed L and I. Like we've yeah. always had mm-hmm. one standout one standout receiver, but we've never had two. Okay. And that opens the field oh. up. Like you gotta pay attention to three guys. Like like when you really sit back, you can uh, Honestly, say, our, our, our maybe third string, maybe, uh, what, Cleveland? Yeah. You have eight people. I'm comfortable with that. I, I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. You have, what, Hammond and Cleveland as your third string? But that ain't bad. That ain't bad. At all. And then at the I think they're on the 2D. I think they would be on the 2D. I think, I think right? we're interchange with the running back position with, um, with P. Ryan. And, and, and why am I going blank? Number 27. Pierce. Pierce. I think Pierce is the next great Gator running back. So yeah. we're so deep. Every, we deep everywhere. Like, everywhere. Yeah. It's tough offensive line. That's, that's what we got. We got to stay healthy in the trenches. So I would say offensive line could be the one thing that we got to focus on and stay. Every season going to have us competent and, like, knowing the scheme. But if we start getting some injuries and they start a little popping a little bit, like once we get tired too deep, bro, it gets a little weird. So we gotta stay healthy throughout the season. I feel so good to be a Gator fan. I think the only difference between the offensive line is if 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 they get injured and a bunch of people get injured and they can't play, then you're in a different you know situation. But if they're just average, I think Florida's okay because they have so much talent elsewhere that they don't need them to be excellent like they did last year. And straight up, I feel like Dan Mullen. Is such a great coach. He masked a lot of our weaknesses. And I'm not going to say it don't matter who plays, but I just honestly feel like 
it don't matter who plays. Like I feel you. He's gonna like scheme. He's back. gonna scheme, dog. He's gonna scheme. He's gonna like, scheme to like to highlight deficiencies. That's what he does, man. Um, he's not the perfect play caller, but he finds ways to get us in position to win games and then hide the shit we're not good at. I'm, I'm honestly, and, 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 I'm I'm so comfortable with our coaches, coaching staff. It, to the point where it's unreal. Like, I feel like if we keep this coaching staff, if there's no turnover, if they, you know, don't chase the money, what? Uh, one, 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 man, one or two could go. Yeah, about one or two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say one or two now. Just don't name names. I ain't gonna try to say one or two of them I can go, but, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I feel comfortable with, with what we, what we bringing in. A lot of it, man, I think is is player development. Everybody ran and raved about five stars and all that. Man, I I played this real game. We we played football. I've been playing it. Ain't too many five stars gonna walk straight out of high school, come on somebody field, just be dominant and, and go to the league. It don't even happen like that. Don't work like that. Sometimes maybe, you know. I don't. I don't I mean, see, everybody gotta be developed. I don't care how good you is. I don't, that's what like, I'm trying to tell you. Everybody if you, has to be developed. If you come out of high school five star, you stay the same. I guarantee you, you're not gonna go pro. <laughs> you gotta develop. But the stars do matter at the same time, uh, They do matter a little bit. You know what I'm saying? In a mind. I just want to tell them To some extent. To some extent. Yeah, you just, it's roles. It's, hold on, my bad, John. It's roles. Like, you gotta have three stars. Like, you gotta make up a team. So, like, we had two stars, like Brandon James, who's like a two star, but he blue. mattered to win that championship. Like, you need, also, you need also, players, bro. So, also, you can't also, just get all five stars. Yeah, but also, you got a bunch of people that's probably great in this shit that don't never even play football before. Absolutely. And, you and gotta, you gotta evaluate I, talent and take the best talent. Go ahead, Josh. I want Darren Mullen to go to the hood and recruit two star hood dudes. Like, I want dudes with pull out goals in their mouth and they Ah, uh, cause to then we're gonna have, we're gonna have 32 arrests like Urban did. Like, like, so no, everybody, everybody <laughs> wants to. Nah, but this is the thing though. You don't go recruit 30 of them. What you do is you recruit three or four of them. One gonna change. But at the same time, they get that respect in that locker room. Like it's a, it's an intimidation factor behind it. Like we knew Percy wasn't no joke out of high school. We knew the Percy twins and y'all and you were from Lakeland. Like Lakeland is like that place. Like we knew what we was getting. I don't care about five stars from such and such prep school. Who cares? Give me the three stars out of Lakeland, out of Dade County, out of the deep parts of South Carolina. I like that because you can develop those guys. I want somebody that's going to bark at a police dog. Do that. Absolutely. Please. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, Josh, let me get you to get y'all. We're going to get you uh, uh, out of here, bro. But I need a, I need a Josh Prey uh, pregame speech, Miami rant for the people, dog. Close this thing Listen. out. All right, first. All right, first of all, for any UM fan that's listening to this podcast, y'all hate man shouldn't be listening, but you really want to be Gator. For any Gator fans out there, we ain't taking nobody, no hostages, no nothing. We gonna turn Orlando into the southern swamp. We showing up 824, 2019, and we pressing people in their damn mouth. And Big then five. we gonna say Pitcher from Dade County, cause that's what we do. It's Florida Gators over everything. If you cut me, I bleed orange and blue, and I had to come through. It's great. To be a gator, man. Already, my man Josh Prey, though. We appreciate you coming on, hanging out with uh, Stadium Miguel, baby. Hey, Josh, I got a message for you. I got a message for you. My, my girl said she she watched all your videos, man. We'd be over here dying. I didn't want to tell you all that. Is that a mine? Hey, 
your mind. That's what I need you to do, right? This is one day before I go. When people keep when people keep saying, "Oh, you was in the NFL three, four years," my brother, if you make thirty five thousand a year, it takes you forty years to make a million dollars. You did it in two. All you got to do is tweet your numbers, dog. Stop arguing with anybody. A million dollars up. I'll be bored, bro. And, and that, that's what it be majority of the times. You know, and it just be suckers. It just be suckers talking like that, though. You can't. Yeah, I'm saying like. Uh, I, I, no, I'm, 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 I, I still don't. No, I ain't paying for that. Hey, hey, I let people talk a little something to me, but they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna question me about my bag. We get this bag at the University of Florida. Talk that talk. Talk that talk. I thank y'all so much, man. Appreciate hey, Josh, that. thanks. Episode. Thanks, Dan. Got into some, to some, to some fan talk right now. I like that. Though. That was good energy. Josh is funny, man. Bro, bro, I've been watching Josh videos for so long, bro. It'd be so funny. Every time he he make one, man, it's just you know, he, the, the comedian in him, man. It's just so, so cool, man, to see somebody who, who funny as hell and like the team that you like, you know, make jokes about other teams and shit. Like that's just dope. Yeah, I like hanging out with funny ass people, dog. I gotta hang out with Josh one day, dog. We gotta hang out, and kick it. Let's get into some receiver talk, man. Yeah, this is the uh, probably the best group of wide receivers that are top to bottom that Florida's probably had in in probably a decade. Uh, maybe even the last 20 years. We were just talking to Josh Prey about it. Uh, but uh, Ahmad, what do you think the uh, the depth chart might look like for these uh, for these guys? Gonna be crazy. One of the most athletic uh, wide receiver cores I've seen in, like we say, 90, 96 season. Man, these guys are so big, fast, and strong. It's gonna it's gonna be hell for some of these defensive backs who think they're gonna guard us. Is wide receiver our deepest position? Yes. I think I, it's gotta be. You've got I, eight I, guys. I feel like from top to bottom, wide receiver is our deepest position. I mean, we can do anything. We can throw screens. We, we can, what, go deep? You know, definitely versatile, very deep. I, I, I like it, bro. I like it. Like, we got intermediate guys that can catch the ball across the middle. Right? Yeah, right? like, we got you pray, pray said the same thing. He's got, it's probably like our deepest receiving core, our best one since Redell. And uh, I, but let me ask you this. I mean, like, we was talking about this and, and started brewing this conversation up in the group chat earlier. Can Trayvon Grimes uh, overtake Van Jefferson as the number one guy in the clubhouse this year? Uh, I I think he can. He started to come off towards the uh, towards the end of the year. Uh, I think the biggest thing is, is does Florida have a true number one receiver or a top two wide receivers, or do they have seven or eight guys that are consistently getting the ball. I think Grimes has the ability to be the number one. I just don't know if Florida is going to have a true number one. And Dan Mullen doesn't really have a true number one. Uh, I think when he was at Florida, I mean, Dallas Baker had that one year, and I guess Andre Caldwell, uh, but they never really had a true number one. So I don't know what that looks like, you know? I think the, the number one in Mullen's offense, I know when we play, is, is basically the X receiver. Um, and, and that X receiver, you know, with no tight end, obviously, that's the, the receiver with no tight end. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, he got to win. Um, when you need back, when you need, when they man to man, and you you got that uh, your best receiver backside with that corner, he has to win. And I think that's what the number one receiver looks like. Um, I think that kind of goes from week to week, possibly, depending on the matchups. You know, we we, we could put a, a, a plethora of guys there. We got we we deep right there. I mean, you I, have Grimes. Right, you have Cleveland, yeah. you have Van Jefferson, you have Freddie Swain, who catches basically anything that's thrown to him, and then, and, I mean, that's that's 
yeah, I mean, you have Hammond. All right, so you have five guys right there, and you haven't even mentioned Tony. You haven't mentioned Cleveland. You haven't mentioned Kyle Pitts, right? So, yeah. How, how else, what, what, what do y'all think about Rick Wells? I, I love Rick Wells, bro. I think he's a program guy. He's going to come on late, like maybe like Dallas Baker did it. I think, like, he'll he redshirt junior senior. He's going to start to play some ball. A lot of guys are going to leave this year. But here's my thing, like, uh, the number one receiver, why I think Grimes eventually be the number one guy. It just seems to trend, trend that way. Like, towards the end of the season, he starts, like, Grimes had a slow early in the season. He would get plays here and there. But towards the end of the season, you would see his targets pick up, his big plays pick up. And in the end of the season, like, he ended on the big note with the Florida State game, Michigan game, whatnot. And then it led right into the spring game as well where he had, like, a – I mean, some of it was just, like, set-up plays and whatnot. But he had a lot of attention as well in the spring game. So I just think that chemistry in the same room, I don't think it'll be a big gap. I think it'll be close, but I think Trayvon Brown will be the leader in the clubhouse, dog. But I think the difference was, man, too, he probably got comfortable with that playbook, man. You got to understand. You know, he, he came on a, a little bit later, I think, probably than a, than a lot of guys when they probably started getting in the playbook. So yeah, I mean, Grimes had, what, 195 yards in the spring game? Um, yeah. Two touchdowns. I, I mean, just, yeah, in, in a remarkable spring game. So if that's any indication, I know it's a spring game. I know he's not playing against some of the same uh, de- uh, defensive backfields that he's going to play with against the SEC, but you can't, you know, you can't argue that Florida doesn't have one of the deepest uh, backfields anyway, and no matter – what team he was playing against, they were going to put their number one DB on him. So, uh, it's, guy's good, man. Uh, back to your um, Rick Wells thing. What, what's your opinion on Rick Wells? I like Rick Wells. I, I think Rick Wells is, is, is a great player. Like you said, he's going to be a program guy. He's going to come on late. Um, you know, he got he got another big-name guys kind of in front of him, guys that's already been productive that we already done seen. You know, so my thing with Wells, uh, like most of these kids, either like you can tell what spot on the field they're gonna play. What spot? I mean, we see him as like a Freddie Swain, Hammond type guy. Yeah, I, I see him like that. I mean, I don't, I don't know too much if he's gonna be running by people, um, like a Cleveland or anything like that. Um, I, I, I gotta see his route running. I, I, I think from what I've seen, man, his, his route running ability is okay. Um, we just gotta find a place for him. I think Rick Wells, if he's going to do anything, it's going to be next year. I think that this year is going to be tough for him to do much. There's just too many players that are going to probably be on the field that expect the ball. And then when you have Pirine, Davis, Pierce, I mean, there's only so many you know places that that football can go. Uh, I think that Rick Wells might be able to get there, but I, I don't know if it's going to be this year. I mean, I'm trying to, to figure out right now how you're going to get Jacob Copeland on the field uh, with Kadarius Tony on the field uh, with all these other guys. It's just going to be tough for him to get the uh, the ball this year. And with all that you just said, I got all my confidence that Dan Mullen going to make it happen. He's going to get the ball. He's going to move the ball around and make sure everybody touches the ball. To, to make sure we good. Yeah. How, how important is blocking the end damn mother scheme? Black, break it down for the people. It's, that, it's plays, very, that plays a big part of these receivers getting on the field. It's, it's very important. And that's why I love that we got a guy like Coach Heversey to, to progress our guys, man, and just, and, and, and help us, uh, where, where we need them at best. I mean, Dan like to pound the ball. And, and y'all see what type of a, a runner P run is. He, he's a downhill runner, but you can't pound nothing down here if you don't have blocking. And that's, that's the most hey. important. That's the most important part. Hey, Black, I remember when I was there in the recruiting office and, uh, and Gonzalez would talk to talk to these guys uh, that, for receiver position, and he would talk to them about how important blocking is. And I know that Billy Gonzalez spends the first couple days of practice uh, really focusing on blocking, so I know that's big for him too. Yeah, B- Billy G is a, is a big guy on, on blocking as well from the, from the outside. 
um, with his wide receiver group. I don't know too much of uh, if he had any wide receivers that could block me pretty much back in my day, but, uh, you know, he's good. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right, well, I, 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 you know, that's just a, a terrible note to leave on Black, but we're going uh, right, to bring on a legend maybe that can talk to us about being a wide receiver. We're going to bring Radell Anthony on. Let's get some mark on this thing, man. Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's do it. Hello? Hello? Hey, yeah, up? I'm on. Hey, you good? Yeah. All right. This is Dan. I don't know if you remember. We, uh, I was at Aspie with you for a while at that 530 class. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's up, Dan? What's up, baby? So, uh, Silk and Ahmad. Hey, if you knew I was going to be on, you wouldn't be here. That's what I didn't tell Hey, uh, hurt too. Hey, hurt again? You injured or you hurt? Man? Easy, easy. It was a, uh, you know, it's, it's just an ankle. Hey, black. He stayed <laughs> hurt. No, Eric, no, that was. Now, hey, even hey, his homeworkers told me. Hey, it was like, he didn't clean something hurt on every day. Get on him. Hey, this is my wife. It's just my wrist. Just my wrist for a while. He was just telling us. He was just telling us how he was the best one in your class and all that. I was. I even got a shirt because I was the fastest dude there. Oh, yeah. He got a shirt because no one showed up that day. You know, <laughs> probably <laughs> show up that day. Oh, my God. Like, I had to get him right on the ladder. Oh, butcher. Hey, uh, no. Man, my my ladder was good. Hey, I wasn't perfect on the ladder, but we had some dumbasses. You got better at the beginning, Black. Oh, I wish I could have filmed this shit, but <laughs> man, you oh my god, you wouldn't look at him the same right now. <laughs> no, I have to get out the show with him. Huh? <laughs> oh, dog, like oh, butcher the ladder. Yeah, yeah. He'll come back with his wrist tape. Like, dude, my <laughs> wrist tape. What's wrong with your wrist? <laughs> it's the ladder. Dude. Hey, it's just me working off the DB, you know. Hey, yeah, uh, he, I know you miss me. Hey, hey. Oh man, hey, it, it ain't the same without you there. Yeah. I hey, Riddell, we're uh, we're yeah. talking about the uh, Gators wide receivers and all that stuff. What do you think about the uh, the wide receivers this year? Um, uh, you know, I was up there for the um uh, pro day called he had Jakai uh, here training. And while well, up there, you know, I had already been watching, but I feel like this are the best group they had since when Lewis Murphy was here, you know, and they have some of the similar types of players. Um, with the one I love is Tony, uh, number four, right? He's, yep. yeah. He's a person Right. Right. You know, he's that person hard. He's a guy and I actually talked to him and I talked to um uh guy with the name running back coach. Uh not, came from Tennessee. Not, I could see his face. No, uh, came from Tennessee. He was the offense coordinator in Tennessee. Oh, oh man, I forget his name. Tight end coach Scott. Tight end coach. Larry Scott. Larry Scott. Yeah. Scott, Scott, yeah, that's my guy. I've been knowing him since he coached USF and all that stuff. And I'm like, and he was like, yeah, 
that's the he the one Brudell. I'm like, I know anybody can see that that knows football. And I'm like, y'all should at least get him 15 touches a game. If you get him 15 touches a game, I'll put my nigga online and say he'll score two touchdowns a game. I don't care against who we're playing. He got like that his, kind of I like I think like his right running, route running. I think that's his, that's the problem with but his he, game right yeah, now. But, we, gotta, we ain't got to be too much giving him no routes, though. We can get. We just gotta get him the ball, man. And who, how many people gonna guard him coming off the ball? Yeah, I, trust me, I'm on the same page. Don't like Tony Sands, bro. Somebody, if you put him in the slot, you can get him off the ball. No, you can't touch him. He gonna come off the ball. You untouch. Yeah. You know what they gonna do if, if I nobody? Mean, look at Tyreek Hill. You, you anybody come yeah. care yeah. about Tyreek Hill route running? No, you give him three routes and you leave him alone mm-hmm. and let him perfect them routes and now just become coaching. So. That's the key to be successful as an offense on defense. Find what your player is great at and get them in a position to stay great. You can't have them do something they're good at and think they're going to just take off. You know, I mean, person, there's no great route one, but hey, you run them on that speed sweep, you get them on a shallow crawl, you get them on a go route, he wins. Exactly. So now it it goes to the coaching. I mean, we 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 all consider ourselves a player can't do this, a player can't do that. It's no just complete player in football. It, we all just great at something, and whatever we great at, coach put them in a position to be great, and that's all they have to do because you got big receivers outside that can do everything else. Right, right, right. What are your expectations of, of Franks in, 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 in the passing game this year with the raw receivers? Ah, now that's tough. You know, obviously I wish the best for him. And Franks, you know, Franks' measurable is prototypical. And his Long, prototype, but I just, Frank's mentally, he has to mature. Not even just on the field. I think off the field by seeing him, you know, when I was up there, how he walks around and conducts himself. He still needs to mature and understand. Dude, being a starting quarterback at University of Florida is better than being the fucking governor. <laughs> you know, I, and you got to carry yourself. Like, you got to like, carry yourself like that. Exactly, I, and I and, and I that. That's serious. Now, 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 you can tell yeah. us since you're right here. Um, how did how did Danny Werfel carry himself in a, in, in a locker room and outside of the locker room? Like the governor. See, he because, because like the governor, and you know, I know about the politics aspect of my dad's in politics, and he's still here, and. You know, it's one thing if when you're out of public in front of the camera, how to conduct yourself, and when you're in a mall, you know, when you're in the locker room in your house and someone and someone else house playing video games, how you can act. Right. You know, sometimes you just have to swallow. Your pride at right in the eye of the public 
when you have them, them types of eyes on you. But when you play a video game to the home or the kid, that's when you let off that steam. Yeah, and do whatever. You know, Danny. Yeah, Danny. Shoot, out in public, you know, they Danny smile, kiss all the babies. And the kid he smiled. Always <laughs> with the head. No matter especially cuffed him out every day. <laughs> Danny was five say yes him out every day. Every day. <laughs> You got to give us your Spurrier impression. Huh? You got to give your Spurrier impression of him cursing him out then. Oh, man. It'll be. Oh, one time. I mean, we were. uh, Yeah, I think it was like my first year we lost to Auburn. We threw six interceptions, lost by three points. Damn. And Danny threw the one last pick, and I was open on the corner route. Like it would have been like a sixty-five yard touchdown, but Danny threw the pick at two stage because they were running cover four. But we, I think he got the route concept mixed up with the dig with the post over top. You know, the dig oh. used to like to jump all the time. Black. <laughs> if anybody was ever in dig post on your head, you it, it was going to be over. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was going to be over. You know that dig so much? Boy, they would have killed him with that post over the top. Uh, I, I see. Um, I think put it up the other day. I saw that play that dig with the post behind it. But go ahead. Yeah, we called that, um, uh, that was, um, like, um, Bills, but then we had Fort. That was the um, post. Then you yeah, like you run a dig, then you come in later around the corner, and that's what we ran. And I was open, and we watched the film, and Spurry like, ah, damn it, damn it, Danny. oh Danny, 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 I caught the place and you threw the corner. What were you looking at? <laughs> They're like, well, well, Coach, we had been running the dig with, huh? No, 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 Danny. <laughs> so, this way he was done. He just, ah, he couldn't say that now. So, five weeks came, like, three weeks later. He came back, and we had practice. He was like, okay, so, Danny, this what I was talking about against Auburn. Because earlier, he remembered plays. He don't remember games. He remember games, but he remember plays in the game. So remember the Auburn play when you threw the pick? This what I was looking at. All right. And he have us walk the route. Because his drop back at the time was all walking. Because if it's coming back, he going to drop full speed. So it was slow motion. He was like, all right. Set, go. Then he drop back. And I hit. Give me all safety. That double hitch and I throw it to jail. You see? <laughs> That's what I wanted. <laughs> but he would break it down to just that easy where he was he was right. You know? Yeah. And he 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 he, he made it so simple that when you mess up you felt bad yourself. Yeah. Oh, I, it was, he was hardly ever wrong, seriously. Like, he was hardly ever wrong. And uh, it's hard to go against a person that's hardly ever wrong. 
and they really don't rub it in your face, but they give you that look, and he sucks his teeth. <sighs> Uh, I guess they just better on that play. He get his sarcasm. He just had a better defensive call on that play. No, the proof of wide open. No, yeah. I, 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 I was in uh every day. I was in uh Bates class, man. When I came back to finish my degree, man, I'm sitting there, Bates, yeah. man, that Bates, man, he a whole clown, man. I love Bates. Yeah, oh Bates, Bates is the best. Yeah, and I love he tell you about, um, he tell you about the guy we was having in the locker room with his name. Uh, his homeboy that we used to let come in the locker room and Bates used to make him jump in the garbage can and <laughs> Bates would make him run and run into the wall and Bates uh, would <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Did he mention him? Uh, he didn't mention him. I have to ask him about that, man. <laughs> He would come every Thursday, every other, other Thursday, and we called him, Bates called him something. But dude was, I don't know, I don't know what Bates signed this dude that. But when I say he would sacrifice his body for the Gators in comedy to keep us loose the day before, uh, the, the um, Thursday before we traveled or whatever. Yeah. Man. It was hilarious. I mean, look me at camera phone back then. Uh, this would have been violent. <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, Bates used to make this guy run and jump in the garbage can and roll him, you know, <laughs> out of the gator head. It was good. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you don't even remember yeah. his name? I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the story, not the name. <laughs> You gotta make more yeah, plays, man. Twenty-three years ago, I can't. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's hard to remember that, but oh, the dude Bates found him somewhere. He don't write stories about him and stuff, but he Bates. Now Bates, he was a straight comedian, but was a damn good. He was a damn good football player and smart as hell. He got everybody lined up, you know. Yeah, but that, yeah, he's. He'll talk about it, you know. One thing about uh about Batesy, man, he'll tell you he wasn't the best athlete out there, but you know he did what he had to, do, and uh he was always in the right place at the right time, man. And that's what it's all about, you know. Sometimes oh, yeah. people don't people don't realize, you know, it, you, it's the right place at the right time because if you do your assignment and you run to the ball, and when that whistle until that whistle blown, if you run to the ball, I promise you, good things will happen. And our DB coach, Coach Cheater, used to always stress to me. You're not going to just, you're not, I mean, I was good, but I'm not good enough to read it. Let's be honest. You put me on the outside with you, is, 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 you're going to kill me. Mm-hmm. You know what you got to mm-hmm. understand? You're going to have a pass rush. It's all timing. See what I'm saying? Yep. And you run to the ball. Right. Tips and overthrows. If you get tips and overthrows, I can't. It's only about three or four interceptions out of 13 that I had at Florida that, that I really just knew the route and just, you know, and just and played the ball. Mm-hmm. All of them yeah. for tips and overthrows. Majority, I'm telling you, and that's what happened. When you run to the ball, right. you knew you knew you had a front phone that that dude had to get rid of the ball in thousand one, thousand three in a quarter, and right. you could squat. And that's what people understand too. On offensively, like when we played, you know, the Tennessees and the Florida State and Alabama, when they had a pass rush. You know, Leonard Little, but then Florida State had Brian, um, you know, uh, Kanoa, 
uh, what is his name, Ronaldo, and all them guys coming off the edge. Man, we got to get open quicker, and we got to get going because he then ain't got a lot of time. And and defensively, they knew that, so Joker would squat on your route. And people right. don't see that part and understand, you know, the mind games and the timing of the football game. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. Tip passes and being able to sit on stuff. Man, that makes the job a lot easier defensively. Offensively, now you got to speed up but not give away what you're doing. And it really right. Yeah, it's a crazy match. Let me let me let me make it weird a little bit. Rita. Hey man. Hey, don't cop the plea already, bro. Huh? Don't cop the plea, black. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, both of y'all from uh you black from a national championship team, you from uh national championship team. Who wins that oh, game? We're the one. Come <laughs> 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 on. By how many points? You know Oh, man. <laughs> I think you'll at least beat him by 10. I ain't even, even going to lie. No, I, no disrespect. <laughs> our offense was a little no, bit, I I, 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 our offense was a little bit more popular than the five. Black, Black, you just looking at uh, receiver DB matchups and I'm talking about you remember I had Fred Taylor in the backfield. Yeah, the best backfield in the world. Elijah Williams. <laughs> like we were running the thing y'all throw. No. <laughs> That's the thing, Black. No, like so you Yeah, you were not. You was not gonna run up on Fred T. I wasn't. Hell no. What? Uh, that, uh, six one two thirty coming four three. Boy, you're not running up on that. Oh, black. I'm, 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 you know me. I'm gonna have to see though. I'm gonna try to. Hey, I got, hey, <laughs> you made a business decision. You go at go at the knees. Yeah, I'm going to you know, look, so make I'm, them jump. <laughs> you have to see. Look, I don't think jump, lose jump, their momentum. Back then. He, I didn't think that move came out yet where he jumped straight over players. So I would have gonna have to go to the knees. Mod's gonna look like me in your class after the game's over, right? Before you got on here, uh, Mod was saying that you couldn't take the top off of their defense. Dude. Cause, cause he had safety. The top off? Look, really? yeah, cause, cause he said he had safety. You can't take the top they off. They look Ben don't break. Look at Ben don't break. Oh. Yeah, y'all ain't played that. No, statistically, y'all defense way better than y'all's. What y'all at? I, hey, look, uh, it would have been a good one because guess, guess who led the next We played game? man to man. When I played, we played man. That's what we played. We won. For, I'm dropping Y'all didn't play man. Yeah, we won high. Every, every, there, every play. We won high. We come yeah. under armor. Oh, well, let me change that score then. We'll beat them by <laughs> Man high? It would have been 17. <laughs> I mean, y'all had some of the dudes that could go, man. Like I say, we would have actually isolated. Who's the, who's the uh, safety? Was it, um, uh, what is his name out of South Florida? Yeah, Major, right? Right. See, she was spurred what we did, like, and you shit. You would hate it or love it. Because we played Auburn, they had similar type of safety, like, in here, and what? 
they play that one high, so say that to guard the back. Okay. All the receivers ran to a 25-yard point in the middle of the field and just stand there and let the running back go one-on-one with the safety. Ah, uh, he going to wheel and all that, huh? Thank you. Uh, no, it's just an um, option route. Oh, yeah, okay. And well, inside oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. He comes through the he comes through in the check down, then it's you and him, and he can go left, right, whatever. And I, you I, can't stop it because he can break wherever he wants to because we don't clear the everything out. Yeah, with the 25 yards. Yeah. Down. Yeah, we're the kill zone. See, y'all ain't had it. Y'all are so. So, look, that's going to that's be 100 yards receiving. That might, that might be the name of the show, man. 2008 or 96. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. the name of that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I, yeah. Look, I, look, I, look, I, 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 every day, I ain't gonna lie. I think I had more interception than in one season than y'all had combined in the secondary. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Y'all weren't picking no ball off like that back there. Tico Brown? You, you remind me of my homeboy Tico Brown. Same. Y'all were ball hawks. See, one thing about y'all, y'all caught the fucking ball when it got to I commend you on that. I've been told you that. Yeah. Thing about it, but that bitch I need you, you caught it. Tico Brown's the same way. Six plays 
we should get a turnover. Right. It's hard to sustain four quarters of six play drives. But if you got a home run hitter, like yet the Percy and all that, man, you're a great offense coordinator, God. That joke can make two people mm-hmm. Put his head down, stand, stand up, and start playing. And you, but you've been around this all your life because of Lakeland Dreadnoughts. And you know I know about them because of your favorite coach, Doby. We're going to drink that too, Dan. I know a lot about black, but we're not going to talk about this on this show. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell stories about him, Dan. Yeah, Yeah, that's another show we can talk about. But Chris Rainey, come see him play. Man, you you barely rested because... One touch, two touch, boom, he gone. Uh, he gone, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. That's what crazy. you need um, I just, I just, for I just, offense. I just need Malik Davis, man. If He, he got to just stay healthy. If yeah. he stay healthy, man, and, and give us a chance, bro, he, he, I know he can play. Everybody know he can play. Yeah, how's he doing? Is he healthy? He's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, he's healthy. I mean, come on. He got hurt because yeah. of a shitty – because a receiver did not outside release against Georgia, went inside, and the DB hit the man low uh-huh. and fucked his knee up. Yeah. If the receiver outside release, they gonna turn the DB. He don't, yeah, he don't turn. He don't yeah. get hit. And you know that black. You, yeah, he gonna he gonna turn. He gonna turn with you outside, back to the ball. Either way, inside release in the back, in the running back run a little out of a flat route. Receive inside when he should go outside. Now he can see through him, and he mm-hmm. can't be hit the lead low, and it, you know, messes his knee up. Yeah. But, you know, also, Florida, like, they waited to last minute to sign the lead. Yeah. And I had been called them and told them, and at the time, you know, my god brother, J1 father, co-founder, was the running back coach. I'm like, you need to get him, J1. Tell him he's special. He's special. Call Black. He like how we grew up. Well, you be over there in Lakeland, and so I come knocking you on the door. They say, they say, such and such can beat you one on one on the street right there. And I'm like, what you looking at me for? Get you. You better get sure you go outside, you get in the middle of the road. What you do? Man to man. Uh, let's go. Hey, Riddell, why don't you tell everybody what you're up to now? Uh, right now, I just, you know, I'm doing more focusing. My son is going to a senior year in high school, and I'm doing working him out more and in a couple of camps with him. Uh, okay. Last few years, you know, Dan, at that gym, I was working 10, 11 hours. Yeah. And never had a chance to take him to camps and never yeah. really gave, provided the things he needed to really pursue career if he wanted to. So I, you know, like, forget it. Yeah. And I'm training him and we need to go to some camps and also do, you know, my own training with speed, agility and wide receiver training. Yeah, I might need some help. I might, you might see me back out there. My speed's going down a little bit. 
Oh, your feet gone down? <laughs> well, is it hurricane season? I don't think I'll get him fast to the hurricane. <laughs> oh, hey, man. He needs 90 miles on wind. That's right. Running down here. <laughs> hey, you should have saw this, dog. It's your feet on running. Oh, I, oh, I gotta, hey, 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 I, I was one of the better I, ones. I think, I, I think I'm going to have to pay to see uh, Icky Shuffle through the, through the ladder, man. I, you have oh, to. dude, I was good, hey, man. I'm going to go back and do a special class. If you say you come and watch your workout, I'll do And we'll invite all, you know, yeah, all the, 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 the okay. members he fought. <laughs> <laughs> Black. He was a stalker too, oh, but he was crazy, so we was not he's... loud. <laughs> oh man! Hey, Riddell, thanks so much for coming on, bud. You're an awesome guy. We miss you at the gym, bud. But we'll uh, we'll have you on soon, man. Hey, right, Riddell, man, we really right. appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it, Riddell. You're a legend, yeah, y'all. Hey, you need any one of those goat hoodies? You need any of those goat hoodies or shirts, or anything anymore? But let us know, man. We'll send some out to you. I ain't got one yet. You still ain't got your gold hoodie? I didn't get my gold hoodie oh. either. All right, man. I'm going to take you out to the, out to the show, man. I ain't I got no t- address and everything. I ain't seen no gold hoodie yet. I ain't seen no gold hoodie yet. He said, he said goats, Ahmad. Man, TJ, TJ slipping, man. TJ supposed to send you a hoodie after the, after the big free roll up show, but I'm going to have him send you something. Damn, out. that was I'm like fucking four months ago. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I like, okay, I got you. Something go wrong. I haven't received any. I I was a tug of pitch in, but I ain't received one. I got you. They don't make white people like they used to, bro. I got you. They won't be too aggressive. Be like, hey, where's my hoodie? (laughs) No, I got you. I get cold, but (laughs) I got you. Let me get something out to you. I will appreciate it, but I I may be up in Gainesville soon, and I hit you up, let you know. Yeah, man. I for sure. Link up. No, man. All right. Hey, bees, we're done. All right, you too. Man. No joke. I I was good, man. I still am. Got my hips. Got my hips, uh, you know, they're smooth. Uh, not the fastest guy in the world, but, man, hey, so, I was moving. I think, hey, Dan, nobody's buying that shit, man. I think Dan thought of downplay. That, how he was in the class, and yeah, <laughs> he was stalking. He was stalking chicks and whatnot, bro. <laughs> just sitting off to the sideline. Uh, so man, your wife listens to this show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my boy Dan, I'm with Christian Ball, man. Oh, I'm just messing with you, man. Oh, that was man. good talk, man. Hey, that was awesome, talking with goats. Yeah, yeah, bro. Awesome. I, I guess I look. I guess I ain't get enough interceptions, man. And I ain't a goat yet, so I ain't got no goat hoodie. <laughs> got you, dog. No, we. I don't think we, we made one yet, but we probably could do one for y'all secondary. We allow a little bit. We'll throw you on one, black. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, I'll take a picture with it on Instagram or something, man. I got you, bro. And if you need a ladder drill, goat. I'll get one for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and we got some. We had some. Um, some news as far as facilities and whatnot, and also uh, some Friday night lights. Uh, announcements and camp as well. You want to get my man Scott Carter on and top it up with him, Dan? All right, let's get him on. Next guest on uh, Stadium and Gale is Scott Carter for uh, from the University Athletic Association. Scott, how you doing this evening? 
Hey, doing well, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks. Scott, we're, ta- we're talking about wide receivers. Um, is this the deepest wide receiver core you've uh, you've seen Florida have then since you've been covering UF? Yeah, I would say definitely so. I mean, you're looking at what about six or seven guys deep there who have, you know, produced on the field and, uh, you know, led by Stan Jefferson, who, you know, a really good uh, senior to have back this year. I think Trayvon Grimes, he could be a prime for a breakout season. We saw some of his ability late last year. I think guys like, uh, you know, Tyree Cleveland and Josh Hamlin, Frankie Swain, I mean, Freddie Swain, and then, uh, Kadarius Tony, who might be the, uh, the most excited mom of all. So, yeah, I do believe it's, it's their deepest receiving core in quite a while. And it's something that, you know, they'd recruited well there, uh, last few years and finally got a lot of the pieces that they needed that position to help out the quarterback. Yeah. How do you, do you think Jacob Copeland hops in there at all? Do you, where do you, where do you see, I guess, the ball kind of spreading around to? Yeah, I mean, I know he's certainly a, a guy that they were hoping to get a better look at in the spring, but he had a couple of little nicks and bruises there. And I just think it's, he's got all this uh, potential. I don't know where he'll fit going in this year. Uh, to me, with the six guys we just mentioned, and then you got like a young guy like Kyle Pitts, who can obviously play tight end or go out. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of guys there who will certainly, uh, Want the ball thrown away? Uh, I don't know how that's going to spread out, but I know Jacob Copeland is a, a guy that was, you know, very highly recruited. If you look at him physically, I mean, he's got some talent. Uh, so if he can get way on the field, uh, I gotta believe they'll they'll try to get him involved if he's ready. Yeah, and then I guess just in your opinion, you know, outside of just wide receiver, uh, talking running back, talking tight end, I mean. Is, is this the best skill position group that Florida's had probably since that maybe 08 team? Yeah, I think it's a, it's fair to say that. I mean, uh, I just, you know, for so long decade, the, the focus has been on defense and they've had some really, it seems like most of their best players have been on defense since that group that, uh, you know, Tebow and Harvin and all that group left. And it's just, it's just been waiting for a group of players to come through like this. I think LaMichael Pirine is a very good running back. I and mean, I, I think he may be, he could be the most underrated guy on the team. I, I expect him to have a really good year. And then you got Malik Davis back. Uh, Damian Pierce is a good looking young player. Felipe Franks, obviously, you know, he's had his moments, uh, Lately, I know a lot of fans still are hard on Felipe, but I think he's the best quarterback they've had since Evo, other than maybe yeah. that little stint that Real Greer had. Uh, but I think Felipe still has a lot of potential to grow uh, in his second year under Mullen. So, yeah, and, of course, it all goes back to the offensive line, which is the biggest question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How? I mean, you're around the team, obviously, a lot closer than any of us are. How's the uh, How's the team chemistry right now? You know, it just seems like it's pretty good. I mean, you know, there's been some uh, off-the-field turbulence, I guess you could say, this off-season, but I don't think it was anything really deep-rooted. I think Ethan Mullen said they were mostly isolated incidents with a certain 
you know, specific individuals. I think uh, overall, you know, from what I gather, the team is, uh, you know, a pretty good place. I think, uh, you know, what how they finished last year, that did a lot for, I think, a lot of guys going into the offseason. Just confidence-wise, it's really a first deep pace of success for a lot of them because they were coming off such a difficult year in 17. So to bounce back like they did last year, I mean, that, I just think that was important for a lot of these young players because even though, you know, they won 10 games last year, you still look at the roster. It's, I mean, offensively, a lot of the skill position guys have experience, but it's still not a, uh, like a, a, a heavy senior laden roster or anything. Still a lot of young players who, uh, who, uh, you know, they hope to develop more and uh, maybe uh, show some improvement. All right. Uh, and Scott. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Black. Uh, hey, Scott, what, uh, what, what game do you think will be our toughest this season and why? Oh, man, boy, there's some good ones in mind. I mean, uh, to me, that LSU game is it, finally going back to LSU after a couple at home. Uh, you know, I thought last year that win, obviously, I think a lot of people looked at Florida differently after they beat LSU. Uh, and, you know, I think the team, even though they had a, a little bump in the road after that game. I still think that did a huge things for the way the season turned out. So anytime you get a Baton Rouge, as you know, it's probably about, I mean, probably nowhere else tougher to play in the league than that. If it's going to, I don't know if the time's been announced, but that's going to be one of those traditional Saturday night games in Baton Rouge. I just don't know if it's going to be any, any harder game on a schedule to win than that. When of course, the Georgia game is always going to loom large as, as long as Georgia is still, uh, you know, the favorite. Hey, Scott, uh, they just made an announcement that Friday Night Lights and the start of camp is going to be the, the same day. What's your opinion on that and how you think it plays out? Well, I mean, you're going to have a, a lot of activity, obviously, around the program that weekend. Uh, definitely unusual. Uh, you know, with the, the schedule opening earlier this year than ever before. They're opening camp earlier than ever before. Uh, but, you know, I know that's something that they've had on the calendar for a while, so I'm sure they'll make uh, the arrangements where everything will run as smooth as possible. But I guess from uh, just an outside looking in, for the coaching staff, and, you know, they're going to kind of pull double duty because you're going to obviously you got to coach the current team, but you're also having to – try to connect with some of the, the people uh, in town, the recruits, and put on that side of the show for the program. And uh, it's going to be some long hours, I would imagine. But I don't know. I don't think it's anything negative. I think it might be it might be an eye-opening experience for some of those guys coming in to, for a visit because they'll get to see the coaches really working maybe with the current team and see them operate yeah. in a way that maybe – Hey, this, if I come here, this is kind of how it's going to be. So I got to believe if I was in their shoes, I would probably welcome that kind of uh, experience just to get an idea what it might really be like if I do decide to come to Florida. Yeah, I haven't seen anything done like it before, so it will be something that, that I don't think any, anybody has seen. I'm interested to see how it plays out, man. I'm actually excited about it, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a good question because I haven't really given it much thought, but it's going to be a, definitely an unusual weekend. <laughs> Yeah, Dan. Dan wears his emotions and and, and like he, how he feels about the team on his sleeve. Um, 
Last year, he wasn't too optimistic and, and, and said we had some work to do. But this year, he, he it seems like he's a little positive and think we're going to have a big season. Uh, how do you feel Dan feels about this team? What do you think Dan's opinion is on this team? Well, I think he's got a lot better feel for it than last year. I think, you know, a lot of times you see a first-year coach, he comes in and, and takes over, and there maybe uh, is a little bit of reluctance until he – really knows what kind of guys he has kind of buy in he's going to get. Uh, just from having been to a couple of his spring speaking tours around the state, uh, you know, I agree with you. He was a little more positive. Uh, he, he felt the buy-in was really good with, with the guys last year. And, and now he's obviously getting more of his players in, you know, guys who he's recruited and connected uh, on the recruiting show with. And over time, um, I think uh, I, just, I think he likes the team. I, mean, I think he likes some of the, the stuff that we talked about. Having a, a really uh, talented skill players, a group of skill players, having a, a quarterback, I think he can trust a lot more and knows a lot more about than he did last year this time. Having a, another option at quarterback in Emory Jones, who he probably feels more comfortable with maybe uh, given a uh, a bigger role to here and there. Um, I think it all goes back to really, I mean, you guys have probably talked about it. Everybody's talking about it. it to me, a lot of the, the big questions around this team is just how well is the offensive line going to, going to be able to come together because it's such a unknown quantity at this point, you know, but I do believe that he's been pretty optimistic from, from what I've gathered in my time. Hey Scott, switching gears from from football into to other things going around the university, they just announced a 2.2 billion dollar uh, plan to renovate a lot of buildings and build some new facilities around uh, UF. What more can you can you tell us about that? I know uh, there's a lot of a lot of talk about that, and then they just unveiled the plan for the new football only facility, or it kind of got unveiled uh, some new uh, plan for the football facility. Is there any more that you know or you can share about that? Oh man, I saw a lot of what, a lot of that kind of was new to me in terms of how much they were doing. You know, they're talking about, I know, tearing down some dorms that are on campus now and have been for a while and rebuilding them and building the new, uh, athletic dorm. I think with that, it's going to include 500 rooms or at least for 500 guests. Uh, yeah. Which is something that, you know, they talked about for a while or at least it's been debated. But it's obviously it looks like it's going to come to fruition. I'm sure that part of it will probably take place after the football standalone facility is done. Um, I saw some things where the central part of campus not so much affecting athletics, but they're going to close off more roads centrally, centrally on campus on the drive there in front of like Library West and around Century oh, Tower. Nice. They're going to close that off and make it more of a pedestrian area with some kind of uh, uh, new, uh, I can't remember the word I'm looking for, but just where people can hang out there. So yeah. it's just part of the, uh, this, I mean, you know, the university continues to go to go under a lot of renovations, even in my time around there. It seems like almost a different place than it was when I got there a few years ago. It sounds like in 10 years it's going to be a really different place, but it's part of their master plan, so we'll see how it goes, but going to be a lot of uh, a lot of uh, bulldozers and stuff i think we're going to see yeah. on campus guys 
Yeah, I mean, I only graduated nine years ago, and Gainesville is a completely different place. They can't imagine what UF is going to look like in ten years. Uh, hey, Scott, um, I, I guess one final prediction: the the Miami game is the uh, the game looming on the calendar, the first game of the season, the one everybody's excited about. How do you predict that's going to go for UF? You know, I like the Gators in that game. I mean, I, I think just from you know, you look at the two teams. I think Florida is the better team. I mean. Uh, I know Miami's, you know, got a lot of unknowns. A first-year coach like Florida was last year. I expect Miami to be improved. They got a new quarterback, possibly, but I just think Florida is deeper, uh, you know, on the roster. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a more of a Florida crowd. Although there's going to be a lot of Miami people there. Orlando seems to like the Gators. Uh, I, I don't know. I just feel good about that game. <laughs> I may talk to you tonight after that game. Hey, tone. But hey I, we I, just I, had we just had Reed L. Anthony on, and he said Florida by 17. So, and he he's pretty conservative. So, um, I'm not going to ask you for a prediction, but uh, but I but I'm picking up what you're throwing down. I know you like Florida by like 42 or more. I can read between the lines, Scott. That's been the theme of the day. That's right. That's right. I went. Oh, I went I went ten and two last year in picking the Gators. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Yeah, you know, I, I before the season started, I, I had was Florida going thing, ten and two, and everybody was like, "You're, you're off your rocker, man." But uh, hey, Scott, uh, you and I are buddies. But tell everybody where they can find you and and read your stuff. Uh, you're obviously a great follow, close to the program. But tell everybody about uh, where they can follow you. Yeah, we're just uh, you know FloridaGators.com, the official site. So find our stuff there. You're on Twitter a lot, like. I am, you guys are, it's that Gator Scott. <laughs> yeah, hey, flex, flex on him at FloridaGators.com, you know? I, I, hey, you got like 40,000 followers. Should be like five, bro. <laughs> I, I, I'm in a couple, man. That should be something. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you guys hey, are doing well. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you coming on, Scott. You're a good dude, and uh, we look forward to having you on during the season. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. Thanks a lot, man. When you rep uh, officialfloridagators.com, you can't give score predictions, but I think he thinks Florida's going to flex on him. We got him straight from the flagship, huh? Yeah, I'm telling you. Hey, hey. We expect no less. This <laughs> is the best over here at Stadium Miguel, baby. Stadium. Scott said bye-bye, bro. We got, you got to teach your man some, some, uh, <laughs> some, some men phone etiquette, bro. Don't say bye-bye to me. We, look, we need to give him some swag or something, huh? Hey, Scott, I'm going to tweet you a, a few things that you can say. <laughs> what, what, what are some ways to end a phone call, Black? How you end your phone call, Black? I don't think I haven't said I, I haven't said bye in like five years. Man, when last time I said, it's been so long. I don't even. All right, boy. All right. All right. <laughs> We all got the person that talks so much on the phone. It's like, ah, all right, well, it's about to do it. Gotcha. All right, we'll, we'll talk. See ya. Yeah, yeah. got to kind of cut it short a little bit. Man. <laughs> hey, we need to get some callers on, but before we do that, we got to talk about this Anthony Davis uh, trade. Uh, we were talking about it in the DMs, and I, and I think we disagree here. So, Silk, I know you're a big LeBron guy. What do you think? Hey, man. Hey, be respectful, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's a Lakers fan, bro. Don't just make it about LeBron. You try to make it weird already, bro. I'm feeling good about it, man. I think I think it's a superstar league, man. You get three big pieces and you put smaller pieces around it, bro. That's just the formula. 
That's what everybody's doing. All them picks sounds good for the, the New Orleans, whatever it is now. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that shit may never materialize. Celtics had those type of picks too, bro. So, like, right now, I think the Lakers won because they got two superstars right now, and, and they're going to get one more, bro. Yeah, I think I think the Lakers won for this next season, and then I think the Pelicans might win in the long term, just because I don't know what happens. I mean, LeBron yeah, is obviously I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a Lakers fan that long. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that was a big LeBron fan when he was on my Heat. You know, now somebody somebody put up a put up a team, man. And the Pelicans could be scary in a couple years. Like yeah, by the time by the time the Pelicans get good, bro. Like I'm gonna have like a whole new team that don't even matter because LeBron gonna be tired. Hey, the Pelicans <laughs> might have LeBron next. You gonna be rooting for Bronny? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep it in the family, baby. You gonna be a, you gonna be a you gonna be a Bronny fan, huh? You so right now, like just like just forecasting. We don't know who gonna move where because there's a lot of free agency stuff going on in basketball. But just just off of how the Warriors season end with the injuries and whatnot, what they got going on with Clay and KD. I mean, you just just know whatever team LeBron puts together is probably gonna be the favorite to come out of the West. Yeah, they they have the best odds to win the the NBA championship next year, and they don't even have a full roster. I think they have yeah. five players signed for next year. So, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what the Warriors are gonna do with with Durant and Clay Thompson because you know they want to try to resign both of them, but you know neither of them is gonna be able to play for most of next season. Next year's so. a wash. Yeah, next next year's tough, man. I, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do next year. And then you got to worry about like what what weird. Kawhi's yo, gonna yo, do. You said weird. Yeah, next season's gonna be weird. Oh, oh I thought you said oh, what well, we're gonna do. Oh no, no, were, next season's weird. I thought you were, no, I'm a Miami Heat fan. What we're gonna do is finish probably in last place in the East. Small <laughs> fish. I'm a Magic fan, so we 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 have our own little. Hey, yeah, I used hey, to be a Magic hey. fan, bro. We 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 up <laughs> here. All right, we we ain't talking. LeBron, I'm great in my life. I just follow LeBron around. Hey, no, I don't. I, I love LeBron, man. He uh, he helped my uh, my Miami Heat win those those two uh, more championships. Uh, big Dwayne Wade fan. Uh, I've always liked Dwayne Wade. I think you know what? I saw a debate on the uh, on a timeline on what Saturday uh, or Sunday, whatever it was, about who was the the better teammate or the better uh, pairing with LeBron. Whether it's going to be Anthony Davis or whether it's Dwayne Wade, I think it's Dwayne Wade. What do you guys think? It's hard not to say until some something else happened. I mean, right now it's Dwayne Wade, yeah. bro. How's it not? Yeah. Wade County, a, a, a great duo of all time, let alone just now. So AD yeah. and, and LeBron actually got to do something first. Yeah, listen, but it's, it's nothing gonna be like how it was in Miami with, with Wade. Nah, they were prime. Both was yeah, in their prime. Yeah. Well, bro, he had Chris Bosh in his prime too. Yeah, they're, they're throwing alley hoops from off the backboard and stuff. That's stuff we see in high school. They're actually doing that in real NBA games. All right, before before we move on off of this basketball thing, I I, I gotta say this: my man LeBron just need one in LA, bro. And then like this conversation gets real good. Yeah, for Ghost, dog. He just need he just gotta bring a title back to LA, bro. And his his legacy goes to a different level, bro. He got a championship in Cleveland, and nobody expected him to get one there, dog. And if he bring one back to LA after all these years, bro, I think like shit's get weird. Yeah, need one. I definitely agree. It's, it's gonna it's gonna be crazy to see if he actually win one in LA and then what he do afterwards. So what he will he stay there? Will he finish his career there or what? Yeah, yeah. I don't know where he finishes his career, but he's probably only got what two more years of yeah. true maybe elite five, LeBron. Five. Five. I, I mean elite 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 play. 
right? I mean, yeah, elite, but yeah, he got about three, like two, three. This is what his seventeenth year in the NBA going into this season, so he's. He's getting up there. I mean, not just in age, he's, what, 34, but just in those years and the amount of wear and tear he's put on the body, making the, the NBA uh, finals all those years in a row. I mean, I know he's built different, but he's uh, there's going to be some wear and tear, I think, on his body. So it depends on who he surrounds himself with. I don't think he can build a roster like he did with Miami when he was in his prime with, with Wade. He can't just have three superstars and a bunch of, you know, you know, vet minimum guys. He's got to have some other players on that, that roster besides them. Right. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he's good enough to just have bare minimum and still win the championship. Like he While we're talking about basketball, also, let's give a shout out to uh, Gator Kicks. They, they they laced us all with the. Um, yeah. Shout out to Gator Kicks. Yeah, shout out to them boys for uh, hooking the whole stadium Miguel up. They got the uh, the Mullen Force is about to drop soon, the one that Mullen wore last year, Media Day and whatnot, right. man. So those about to drop soon. We should be fresh as fucking them. Soon, fellas. Hey, man. Hey, Gator Kicks getting us right, man. Y'all, if y'all didn't, don't follow Gator Kicks on social media, man. Y'all gotta, gotta do that. What is it? Gator, Gator underscore Kicks? Yeah, Gator Absolutely. underscore Kicks. Follow those guys on Twitter, man, and, and tell them we sent you. Already. And they also do customized shoes and whatnot. So if y'all got some shit y'all want customized, all right. I gotta get some driving loafers, so. Hey, right. they, uh, they, they, they gotta get his, his uh, <laughs> gotta get his fairies, uh, customized. Yeah, hey. <laughs> what up? Yo. Hey, Jordan. Yeah, what's going on? Are, are you the only Jordan or like, like, or what? <laughs> Man, I'm the only Jordan M out there. Uh, I'm the only Gator, that's for sure. All right, all right, Jordan. Well, thanks for coming to hanging out with us today, man. Yeah, no problem. What's the topic tonight? Yeah, we chopping it up by wide receivers, but we don't talk about anything, dog. What's on your mind? Well, Whatever, whatever on your mind, man. I got you. Um, something that's been bugging me lately is, uh, Georgia. Why does Kirby keep pulling one over on Dan? I just don't get it. What y'all think? It's, right now, it's just the game, bro. Uh, and, and when you're playing this recruiting game, right now he got the one up. <laughs> so he's playing a little game with sending recruits. I mean, it's all part of the game right now, dog. Georgia is out recruiting us. They got a bigger recruiting staff. They just they beating us on the trail. I don't think it's like the kids that like are setting Dan up or trying to come on business and then maybe pop right out. The Dan can't tell those kids, no, you can't come on campus. Then like you, you burn bridges at those schools and relationships and whatnot. So it don't work how people think it is. Like you can't just say, oh, we don't want you to visit. We we know you're going to Georgia. He can't do that. You feel me? I, yeah, I, it's almost, I think I think what this man is, is is the recruiting room, man. And once we get better in our, in our recruiting room, I think things will take yeah. off. Um, we went if we go out there and win ten games this year, that's gonna look real different. Um, um, come next season for real for us, and and, and the, you know recruiting. We still, I think we're still fine. Like we're recruiting yeah. this yeah, we're, year, we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it, I'm telling you, it amplified. We get out, yeah. get our room better, man. And, and, and and win a couple games again to show they ain't no we ain't no 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 one hit wonder. Man, shit gonna amp up, man. Yeah, a couple things. One, you know, they're better organized in the recruiting department. Two, Kirby's had what, a, a two year head start on Dan, so yeah, I I'm not worried yet. I mean, I'm worried about, you know, some of the, the players that they're getting that, that we're missing out on, but he's also getting a bunch of players transferring and everything else. And at the end of the day, there's only one football uh that can go around and, and I like 
the team that Mullen's built right now. Yeah, we, yeah, did, we definitely got to clean. We got to clean some stuff up in recruiting, dog. But these commitments don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? We, we'll get ours. Go out there and win football games. That's, that's where all this stuff is won at. They don't give out no trophies in the offseason. Yeah, for sure. I guess it's just the optics of everything. Um, oh, hell yeah. I don't like that shit. Hey, optics don't look good. Don't look good. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that shit one bit, but ain't nothing we can do about yeah. it. I can't, I can't pull up with the pistol. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I was <laughs> last year. We, we were in like the 30s or 40s at this time last year. Yeah, everybody yeah. Was, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I know how recruiting goes. I'm not worried yeah. about it. Um, it just ticks me off because it's Georgia, you know? Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Hey, they're the they're the hot team right now, so we just gotta Florida's got to figure out a way to beat them on the football field, and then it's gonna be a lot easier to beat them in the recruiting field. Absolutely, and I think I, I got a hundred dollar bet riding on it right now. I think we're gonna beat Georgia this year. Yeah, um, we smacking that it. shit, bro. Man, we ready for that shit. We, man, we ain't holding nothing back. We're gonna hit them right in this shit. Ahmad Black said it. Yeah, me. I got you. Me. Hey, Ahmad, what's going on, man? What's up with you? Uh, I saw you tweeting uh, some recruits the other day. What's going on with that? Hey, man, somebody got to tell them the truth. We're going to keep lying to them. <laughs> we're, we're keep lying to them and, and, and let this whole generation just fail. And, and we can hey, sit down and watch it there, burn. There is, I don't, there's absolutely the voice nothing wrong. Voice of generation. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with what, what Amaz said. Like, yeah, nothing it, yeah, I mean, like that's just his opinion about indecisiveness in the recruiting game, bro. It's, it's out there. That's his opinion about it. It's like nobody was disrespected or talked yeah. crazy to. It was always in the respect hey, man. It's all you know, love. You got to understand, Jordan, at the, at the end of the day, when people don't realize this, I'm, I'm for the kids, man. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm trying to do what's, 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 what's somewhat beneficial to them. Then you got a bunch of people yeah. who never I, been in the college locker room before trying to tell them otherwise. How? This, this is what I'll say. People telling me I'm hating on a 17 year old that ain't even never even won the championship yet. Like, come on. If you (laughs) ask my honest opinion, I think you said what needs to be said. Um, I do think it's a double edged sword, um, where we have so many pre Madonnas now that we're recruiting that it does affect things, you know, somewhat negatively for some, but a lot of, a lot of those kids need to hear that. And that's just how it is these days. They're playing with all these teams, and they're they're posting top tens and top fives, even though they're committed somewhere. And it's like it's they just want to keep the clout up. You know what I mean? Like they'll they'll commit too early, and then they'll be like, "Oh, people are forgetting about me, and I want to put a top ten out now so that people remember my name." You know, it's just I, ridiculous. I just remember when we was getting recruited, nobody had nothing other than a top three. Like this whole top seven, top eleven shit is bullshit. It's I a whole it. countdown. It's, yeah, and it kind of it kind of threw me for a loop. We but, to I mean, we enter, the, the people entertain it, so I mean, it's only the attention that 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 grown people are giving them. You know what I'm saying? That's why. Right. I, well, and it's 20, like a flag. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not retweeting your top twenties, bro. And I don't care about the announcements <laughs> of that. Cool, man. When you get back, when you get around three in you know, the city state. I'll pay some attention, but other than that, I can't entertain that, bro. What's crazy is most of these kids don't even have offers from all twenty of those schools. Yeah, that's the crazy part. And, and and half of them not even eligible to play in, in high school right now that they in. So uh, would I be dead wrong if I said that? Yeah, I'd be dead. Everybody think I'm dead wrong. <laughs> everybody hey, think I'm dead wrong, bro. Hey, Joy, tell everybody yeah. you know, man, Stadium McGill is the best podcast rolling, man. Man, I've been telling them. You know, I got Kane friends. I got Noel friends. I'm already telling them. I said it's the best one. 
But, man, one last question real quick. Uh, you know, I got a couple Kane fans uh, that keep talking crap about the game coming up. Uh, what's up with this amnesia Miami has? Like, do they forget they ended in a dumpster Some fire? Some people are on rocks, man. I'm telling you. They, they don't, they, I guess they don't remember. They, they just got 300 rushed on them. Man. They don't remember anything. What, they don't remember. They, they, they lost six they games. They don't got a quarterback. And Jeff Thomas is unstoppable. Then they lose unstoppable. The, the unstoppable force that is Jeff Thomas that won them seven games all by himself. He's about to get locked down. They yeah. lost to Duke. Well, I mean, they got smacked by Wisconsin. And Georgia Tech last year. Mm-hmm. All right. Man, all my buddy got to say is uh, he talks crap about our O-line, but I'm like, listen, you don't understand. Oh, first man. of all, the O-line is, is like worse, first of all. all. Right. And, uh, you know, your D-line's worse. All he talks about is Nesta. I'm like, dude, Nesta ain't nothing. Nesta's a fat boy with no muscle. Oh, man. Hey, Jordan. Hey, we appreciate yeah. uh, you coming on uh, tonight and, and hanging out. Definitely feel free to give us a call uh, in in the future, man. But it's a pleasure hanging out with you tonight. And uh, go rate us five stars. Hold it down, Jordan. Right, I appreciate Thanks it. Right, buddy. See y'all. Hold it down. A Miami fan talking about an offensive line. That's crazy. Heard it all. That, those be the greatest tweets. It be your own. It really be your own tweets. They they be setting themselves up and don't know. And look, and really need to be talking about their defensive line giving up that many rushing yards. Hey, it's gonna be funny. They're gonna be like, you know, their offensive line's gonna be terrible, and they're like, oh, just wait till Manny gets his guys in, and we're gonna be a different team then. It's gonna. They're gonna be real humble, real quick. I've I've been there. I've gotten those tweets off. I haven't seen too many defensive minded head coaches just come in and do something like that. But I say that every week, and that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. I just don't see Manny coming out here playing no no good offense. Lady Miguel, pull up. What's up? What's going on, baby? Hey, what's going on, man? How y'all doing? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's going on? We got at Kodak Prime on the phone. What's going on, dog? What's up? Yeah. Not much, man. Hey, so I heard y'all was talking receivers tonight. I'm going to tell you this. I know we got five seniors, but Cope is going to make a name on himself this year. It's going to be hard to keep that boy off the field. I'm telling you. I think he ended up taking one of them spots, even taking some carries out the backfield. It's going to be really hard to keep the ball out of his hands. Is this how you feel? Okay. You can't wait. Man, Man, okay. 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 We don't don't doubt nothing you say because at the end of the day, that's going to help the Gators. So if that's how – if that's how how it's gonna work out and go, man, we 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 ready for it. We want all the Yeah, it, I'm interested to see how uh, they work Copeland in and uh, they, they they seem to be trying to keep him healthy. Like they they making a conscious effort for him to stay healthy all spring. So I'm interested to see how they unleash him. If he gets some carries right away and some touches right away, uh, that's what I'm, I'm ready to see. Even in punt return, right. dude, I, I like to see him in some punt return, kick return shit. That was actually my next question. Who do you think going to take the punts and kicks this year? I wanted to be somebody like Coke, man. Tony, hands are funny. Yeah. <laughs> He'll drop that bitch, bro. So I wanted to be somebody like uh, Copeland. Shit, shit, put Hendo back there. To be yeah. honest, I mean, people don't like that idea, but I like, he's fast, man. Like, he makes Swain, Swain's back that. there, too. You've Yo, got to yeah. have the guy that can catch it when people are running full speed right yeah. at you and the ability awesome. to, to watch yeah. it right into your cradle. you got to understand, wow, you go on a six, seven, eight-play drive and then punt, and you got Hendo back there. Now you see. 
Yeah. He was, yeah. They're playing all these plays and then, cause we did that with Janoris Jenkins for a little bit and he'd be tired yeah. as, like, let the ball bounce and shit, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah. it wasn't nothing against Janoris cause I know if Janoris get it full strength, he's gonna do something with it. But at the same time, we just got done playing, man, six, seven, eight straight plays or some shit like that. And then you want him to catch up on the running back. What's, what's the little, um, the little electric uh, walk-on dude name is. I keep hearing a lot of noise about him. I'm forgetting Jalen. Is that the Jalen kid? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah Jalen Jackson. I wouldn't mind seeing him get some, maybe some some Brandon James touches in the, in the punt return game. Somebody like that. But I want somebody that's electric and they can actually secure the ball. I don't trust my man Tony back there doing nothing. Yeah, I can see that for sure. And hey, one question. So going into wide receiver recruiting, as much as Dan likes to spread the field and get the ball in everybody's hands, do you think that kind of hurts us getting the big names in? I don't think so. I think that that Florida can get the can, can have a number one. They've had number ones in his offense, Andre Caldwell, Dallas Baker, those folks. I think for him, um, he's just got a roster that's stacked right now with what five seniors, and then uh, you know you throw Tony in there and a couple other players. There's just not enough people to get the ball. Uh, but I think it's going to be a different. Uh, it might be a different scheme in the future. I think if he has the one guy uh, that can be that number one, then 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 somebody can be the number one. But I think for right now, I think Dan Mullen's looking for a couple things. I think he's looking for a guy that knows how to block first. And as a team player, second, I don't think he's going to go for that that me first guy at uh, wide receiver. I mean, to me, I think it's, it's the exact opposite. I think if you had an offense where there's this one big guy that got most of the the yards and the other guys didn't, I think it's hard to recruit that way. If it's if it's spread out even, yeah. it's pretty much we spread the ball around. Everybody's going to get touches. I think that's easy to recruit. Um, that pitch then then been that number one guy. So I don't think anything wrong with our wide receiver recruiting. Like, I think we bringing in capable guys. I think uh, the, the Western kid out of Clemson is going to surprise a lot of people. He just didn't camp a lot, but he's a big body. He can play. I like that kid. Yeah, he's going to be yeah, a ball. Like Our wide receiver recruiting has been has been stellar. I'll have no issues with it whatsoever. All right, boys. I appreciate y'all taking my call. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks for calling in, dog. And thanks for Stay coming in. Yes, sir. Y'all take it easy. Yeah, and I, mean, I think wide receiver is going to be something that Florida never really struggles to recruit. Yeah, I don't think that would be a problem. Whoa, whoa. Like, even now, I think we're fine. We still got Arian Smith, guys like Malik Heath on the board. We'll get our big guys. And we and we got a couple guys committed already. Jaheim Bell is going to be a, a big-time dude as well. He's going to yeah. scout the rank yeah. a little bit. Yo, Stadium McGill, yeah. we hanging out. What's going on, man? What up, Unc? What up, Ben? What up, What's up, baby? 954 is in the house. What's up? What's up? What's up? So who y'all think is going to be the best receiver this year? Like, I think we just need to do, move, use them a little differently than we did last year, but that's just me. How do you think they should be used? Break it down. I know you, everybody wants Tony to get touches. We know that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I like – personally, I like Van in the slot, and I like – I think we need to give Van – Ben's deep ball reps. I know he had that great deep ball in Doak that broke their season, but I think we need to give them those deep ball reps to Tyree and Grimes. How do you all think about that? I like Grimes, man. Grimes did 195 in the spring game. He came across. Um, 
I, he's a big dude. He, he's he's got a lot of swag to him. I like him a lot. Uh, I you know the thing about Cleveland is I'm not sure why he wasn't able to separate himself last year. Uh, so I'm just wondering where where he fits in. I mean I think he's a leader. I just don't know where he kind of fits in uh, to kind of this whole scheme because you have you have Jefferson, you're going to have Tony, and you're going to have Grimes probably all on the field at the same time, and then you've got Swain, Hammond, and Cleveland. I just I just don't know where Cleveland fits in there. I mean, I know he's that deep ball threat, but you got to be more than that if you want to be on the field in Dan Mullen's offense. Now, do you all think Tony – I mean, not Tony. Do you all think Copeland takes reps from anyone? And if so, who? Because I'm just trying to figure out where – I think he's too talented to keep off the field, especially if he's healthy. I'm just trying to figure out who he's going to steal reps from. I mean, I don't necessarily think it's steal reps. I think that in Dan Mullen's offense, it's, it's complex enough to everybody get touches. Um, yeah. I, I, I think we, we're so versatile – yeah, we're so balanced everywhere. I don't think it's actually necessarily stealing reps from anyone, but actually fit, fit him into what we got going on. Yeah, I think, I, I think uh, he, he could easily, uh, Copeland could easily spell Kadarius uh, Tony at any given time. His shoe come off, helmet comes off, so he'll get reps. Yeah. Uh, one more thing, because I got to go real quick. I got to drive yeah. home, but what, I want to I ask Ahmad. You got to drive the boat. Who is the best, who is the uh-huh. best receiver? Who was the best receiver you had to, in practice you had to go at UF? Was Percy just the best at everything, or was there, like, a better just pure receiver than uh, just Everybody was different, you know, and, and, and Percy was hard, too, because I had to guard him a lot because he was in the slot, um, and we did a lot of things out of, out of, uh, from our nickel right. um, as far as, like, blitzing and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's different, man. You know, uh, I think Murph had the best routes. Uh, Murph ran the best routes. Uh, Riley Cooper is just a big body. He run good routes too, but he's just so big. He gonna beat you up running the dig route. You, you can't stop it. Uh, uh, Hernandez is, you know, he, he was, he, he was a mismatch all the way across the board. There's no way you can do anything with him. And then you also got, you gotta put in guys like David Nelson, right? Now your, your, your third and fourth defensive back is guarding somebody that's probably could be a three or two. See what I'm saying? We just had, we had so much depth. That's what it reminds me of, of, of what, what these guys have, have now. It's so much depth that you, I mean, we can put anybody on the field and be successful. Right. All right. I appreciate y'all guys for letting me call in. I'm going yeah, to pre- call back in the next couple of weeks. All right, buddy. Already, we'll man. Appreciate it. See y'all. Man, I'm just, I'm just thinking right now that, that Florida could have Jefferson, Grimes, Tony Copeland, Malik Davis on the field, and throwing a tight end there. It's I don't know what you're going to do if you're a defense. That's so many big bodies. It's big bodies and that speed, and you got to account for so many different things. I don't know what you do there. Hmm. It's going to be a fun year, man. We just got to yep. stay healthy, dog. Uh, we got recruiting updates. Some just some recruiting updates real quick. We lost out on a couple, but things are looking good for for a few others. All right, we lost uh, we lost Braun to to Georgia, um, but I know we had uh, we had some folks in this weekend. Uh, heard some good things about that defensive tackle that's committed to Kentucky. What do you know about him, Corey? Uh, Lamar Goods, four star defensive tackle, runs about six four two ninety. He's originally from um, Canada, but right now he's playing up in Connecticut. Uh, committed, like you said, committed to Kentucky. And when he left, I mean, pretty much all his interviews with every news outlet was saying that he was going to rethink some things and make a decision this week. 
And 247, a couple of rides on 247, had some crystal balls go in uh, with a flip to Florida. So right now he's on flip watch. That would be a great haul for defensive tackle. We already got Gavon Dexter and Johnny Brown, two four-star defensive tackles already committed. So to bring him into the fold would be huge for us this week early in the season. And we still got Tim Smith as well on the board as a possible. Yeah. So we, had Go ahead. so we had him on for an official visit. Uh, we also had Ja'Kai Douglas out of Louisiana, four-star yeah, wide receiver. Yeah, he popped Yeah, he popped up, uh, which was, was real random, but I think he's on, like, a little Florida tour right now. Okay. Um, that's the guy they, they're interested in with playing some slot receiver. He's a smaller guy at about 5'9". And then I saw that Chance Williams is uh, setting his decision date for, like, a month from now. Uh, Florida LSU battle? Yeah, it's pretty much Florida LSU right now, but it might just be LSU from what I'm being told. Okay. Um, Grantham has some guys higher on the board as far as pass rushing. Uh, I I guess from and my whole understanding from this man, like, and you can just see it from there. Like right now, I think we land chance if he was a take for us. Okay. But Grant Grantham graded. And guys, guys like the, the Morvin Joseph kid out of Lakeland higher on his board. I guess he likes some more physical defensive end than what uh, Chance is right now. So these guys are recruiting their board. Like they're not after the stars and whatnot. They got yeah. guys that they, they have value higher and they're after those guys, man. But if, if we give Chance the green light, absolutely we land him. Okay. Right now it's, it's looking like LSU because I'm hearing that he's not a tape. Okay. And then is there any – and then we're – are we in a dead period or we're getting close to a dead period, right? We're getting close to one. One about to come. Okay. Yeah, one's about to come up. We also had an official visit pop up today. Uh, Antoine Powell, four-star week, week, side defensive end out of Portsmouth, uh, Virginia. Number six defensive end in the country. Most of his crystal balls right now on 247 are on Michigan heavily. Yeah, uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech, the home state school, is also involved. But we got into the mix of that day, so we'll see where we at when it all unfolds. I don't know it's the decision timeline yet, but we uh, I think we got to have on the table right now. Yeah, hey, you you only have a shot if you get them on campus, right? So, and then there was that uh, is that Rosamy? Is that how you say it, Rosemy? Yeah, Marcus Rosemy. Yeah, he's between what Florida and. Uh, and Georgia, the the way that I read between the lines on his interview, it sounded like it sounded like a setup that that you know that he has Florida and Georgia right there, but it looks like he's going Georgia. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, from what I'm understanding, people are around the program think it's uh, Georgia, but like I just told one of the callers, you can't tell that kid, even if you feel like he's going to Georgia and he wants to come on an official visit to Florida, you can't tell him no. Absolutely. He's at a school like St. Thomas Aquinas. So even if Kirby is trolling the shit out of Dan right now with that, there's nothing Dan can do about it. He just gotta go yeah. with the flow. You just when it's your turn, you just you, you just gotta fucking return the favor. That's all. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a good player. I was watching his tape earlier today. He's a good player, yeah, he's but nice. Uh, you, know, you know how we return that favor. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, and call on time out. Yeah, yeah. call last Saturday in October. We already know. Yeah, already know. Ah, it's, it's different now. It's, I think it's November. Oh yeah, I think it made the first couple of days of November. First couple of days of November, but it's all, we know what you mean. Just just be ready. Yeah, we, Absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm just tired of hearing about Georgia. I think they feel like they arrived. Um, but we're gonna air that shit out real quick this year, y'all. 
We two healthy uh, cornerbacks from beating Georgia last year, but we're going to fix that shit this year. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Been another like great show, fellas. Hey. Been hanging out. We've been hanging the fuck out, Dan. Y'all got y'all about to get me in trouble again tonight. I gotta go rush. Yeah, people. I gotta get this, I gotta get in here in a minute too. Uh, Dan got the song this week, so uh, all right, honky tonk us out of here, baby. Honky tonk us out. We're uh, hey, we got we got to keep it. Uh, we're gonna introduce some folks that listen to this podcast with some new music. Uh, but what today we're gonna do? Uh, my boys who are the the Turnpike Troubadours. They have a good song called "Long Hot Summer Day" from a few years ago that I think everybody will like. So let's take us out. Hey Cam, roll it for us. As soon as I find where they lay Tied off them jolly and leaving mines On a long, hot summer day And for every day I'm working on the Illinois River Get a half a day off with pay Oh, Tobo picking up barges On a long, hot summer day A gal in Pekin She's a good old gal Okay Oh, she's sitting there Waiting by a window fan On a long, hot summer day For every day I'm working on the Illinois River Get a half a day off with pay Oh, so both picking up barges On a long, hot summer day Get a half a day off with pay 
Potobo picking up barges on a long hot summer day. And for every day I'm working on the hill and no river get a half a day. 